Hello and welcome to Questionable, the podcast where we discuss questionable things we find on the internet. I'm and I'm Lydia. And today we're going to be discussing something to do with stupid gender stereotypes. We'll see exactly what that means. Yes. How are you today? Um, well, I'm good. This is time for Lydia's story time, the section. So, um, <laughs> I'm very um, excited. Okay, so I don't know when did when did we call? We called to talk about this podcast, and we like came up with this idea. Oh, like um, I don't know, Tuesday maybe. Something yeah, so like, like that. Today's Sunday. Sometime. Yeah. Okay, well, actually, Tuesday makes it sound worse than it is. But I thought I was like, yeah, I'll have enough time to do a bunch of research, and then. It might have been Wednesday. Wednesday? Okay, so then I did, like, research. I did stuff on Thursday. And then Friday... Yesterday, I drove around in the country for, like, two and a half hours, but... That's nice. I love driving out in the country. I actually do, too. Especially during the autumn season that it is right now. Oh, yeah. But I also don't like that I can't look around. You know, I never noticed that. I think that's made me appreciate being able to look out the window more. Because at least being a new driver, you're, like, you know, hyper-focused on the road in front of you. Even if there are, like, very few cars. Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Um, yeah. Hmm. Did you see any, like, cows or pumpkins? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember seeing any cows. Uh, I don't, I, there was a really big field of butternut squash. Um, I don't remember seeing any big fields of pumpkins, but I definitely did see pumpkins, like, on people's doorsteps. Oh, that's cute. Man, it's getting, it is getting close to Halloween. Gotta, gotta yeah, do out. you know what you're going to do for a costume? Um, I do know what I'm going to do. I am, um, it's like this obscure character. Well, no, it's not an obscure character. Well, I think, okay, hold on. I'm being the, um, like, the wolf girl from Princess Mononoke. Like, I'm being Princess Mononoke for Halloween. And it's a fun costume to make. Got to do some paper mache and stuff. But it's a good movie. I recommend it. Okay, cool. It's by the same people who did, like, Totoro, which is the only movie people seem to watch. Have you watched Totoro? Yes. Okay, yeah, see? Good. Good. <laughs> and then I have another question, since we're trying to do um, rambling topics. Do you, like yeah. butter- do you like butternut squash? Um, I don't remember what butternut squash tastes like. Like, I can never remember which squash is which. Oh. So, I don't know. Hmm. I think it's orange inside, right? I I like that my favorite kind of squash, I think, is the kind that's, like, dark orange and it's kind of, like, dense and dry almost. (laughs) I don't know what kind that is. Hmm. Well, how did you know that we... How did you know there were butternut squashes from looking at them from the outside? 
Well, my mom said they were butternut oh. squashes. Okay, and also just sense. because I can, I like I okay. So I know what a butternut squash looks like. I don't know what it tastes like. Are they all orange inside? Well, squash is not all orange inside. Huh. <laughs> you know what butternut squash always makes me think of, though? And what? honestly, now I'm doubting that it was even butternut squash. I might be making a fool of myself here. <laughs> um, What that kind of squash makes me think of is the uh, Potter Puppet Pals videos. Neville is a squash. Is that the one where they sing the creepy songs? Yes. Oh, God. I Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember exactly what type of squash it was. <laughs> no. Neville is a squash, and um, I appreciate it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, you have any other side rants we want to do? Um... <laughs> I have stuff that I would talk to you about, but I'm not going to do it while we're recording, so. What? See, that's like you being like one of our friends who tells us they have tea and then no, doesn't no, tell us. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to be like that. That is not who I want to be as a person. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's good. I don't you yeah. have things you want to... Uh, talk about with me? <laughs> I guess so. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know why I found that so amusing. <laughs> but I do know why, but, um, yeah, I guess so. But, um, yeah, some people might be mad if I talked about some stuff over the air or whatever this is called. That made me cry and I laughed like <laughs> two laughs. But are you also crying? I am a little bit crying. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is one of the few things that I have discovered we share in common is we both like tear up when we laugh and then people are like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm crying a lot right now. It's not... <laughs> it's not funny. Mm. I... That's going to be a good section to listen to. <laughs> we'll see how much I keep in. Okay. Um. <clears throat> okay, well... I don't know what we just laughed about. That's a little weird. <laughs> We're just too stressed right now. Getting I'm not us. stressed. Well, then I am concerned. I mean, <laughs> but you're more stressed than you were before, like, the pandemic and before the election started to get scary. And, you know, now we have oh, to think sure. about that. It's yeah. Just... I mean, there is a lot to be stressed about right now. Um, in this moment, I do not feel very stressed. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's get into this stuff on our topic. All right. We're going to talk about gender stereotypes, maybe stuff relating to that. And when I told a couple people that this is going to be our topic, they were like, ooh, that's controversial. So I think we have to make some disclaimers. 
first. Okay. Which is, I mean, my disclaimers are, one, we're going to be probably using a lot of language that is very, like, cis-normative and binary. And Mm -hmm. I personally believe that gender is fluid and... I do not want to... I'm not trying to be cis and binary normative here. Uh, But because of our material, for the purposes of this conversation, we will probably be referring to men and women a lot and meaning cis men and women. But if you do not fall into that, I fully support that. Yes, I agree with those statements. Okay, cool. So if we say anything controversial, we probably don't mean it. And I'm sorry if I say something offensive. But I don't think I will. I don't know. <laughs> um, hmm. What do we start with? Okay, well, what are your thoughts about stupid gender stereotypes, Lydia? Well, I think that they are terrible and should not exist. I think everyone, I think it's just such a pain in the butt. Do you yeah, have an example of how gender stereotypes has affected your life? Well, I, well, I've done, so what I've used for a lot of my research is, like, listening to, like, TED Talks and stuff, or, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, you know, some of the people are talking and saying the only, because, you know, I understand, like, you know, knowing that you're a girl and calling you she or whatever, it makes it easier to talk about you and to you, like she, her kind of stuff. Pronouns? But, yeah. But, um, the, the person was talking on this, um, YouTube video or whatever. You know, like, when you see someone walking down a street and you just, like, try to figure out if they're a girl or a boy? And you're not going to talk to them. And you're probably not going to talk about them. And, like, the only... And, like, I mean... Because I notice this and it bothers me. Like, the only reason I'm doing that to try to figure out what their gender is is so I can, like, judge them subconsciously about, like, you know, what they should be doing or, like, what they're wearing. You know, like, it's not like I'm judging them. But, you know, like, I'm trying to see if it makes sense with, like, the stereotypes that I know. You know, I'd be like, oh, yeah. that's a girl wearing boy clothes. And it's like, but, like, that's not what I think. That's just, like, been built into my head or whatever. Do you think so I've been... that that is, like, ingrained by society? Yeah, well, I think it is. Because, like, there's no reason for me to want to know whether that person walking down the street is a she or a he. Like, it doesn't matter. And I've been trying to, every time I see someone down the street, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hear myself being like, oh, it's a she. And I'll be like, no, it's a they. You don't know that. But it's, it bothers me because I never noticed it before I heard this person say it. And then I was like, I hate that this is like what my brain does when oh. I see someone walking down the street is try yeah. to figure out their gender. Well, I definitely do that, too, I'm sure. Um, I think probably everyone does. And I'm guessing that's definitely a product of our society. And like a lot of the assumptions that we make about someone's gender are based on social constructs right? And Mm -hmm. our ideas of, like, what kind of clothing people wear based on their gender and whatever. But um, don't you think that that would also be probably a biological thing because you are assessing 
whether or not you could procreate with that person, like on a subconscious level? I mean, maybe, but you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm probably assigning their gender by what they're wearing. You know, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. I'm saying that, like, the desire that sort of, like, innate need to figure out what someone's gender is, probably some mm-hmm. of that comes from a biological thing. Yeah, that, that does make sense. But I don't know. That's just a theory. Well, okay. Whether or not it's a biological thing, I imagine that our culture probably takes it to an extreme. And I don't, you know, we don't have to do everything that, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there are things, you know, we don't have to conform to biology or whatever. <laughs> or we kind of do, but we also don't. You I think don't we don't have to conform to biology? I mean, humans are weird, man. I, I mean, mean, yeah, but I guess I don't know what you mean by conform to biology. I don't know. See, I'm probably going to offend someone just because I don't know what I'm talking about. But, I mean, it could... We it never claimed a... to know what we were talking about. Right. Sorry. That's the that's the no, other disclaimer. I... We don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so what I think I mean is, like, I understand that it could be a biological thing. But, like, at least for myself, that, like, doesn't excuse it for me. You know, like, I'm not going to be... I'm not mad at myself for thinking that. But, like... Even, you know, but I don't feel like just, you know, I don't know. Just saying that biology doesn't always change something, you know? I don't know. Don't you think that biology, like, at the end of the day, the only thing that we really exist for is reproduction? Oh, goodness. <laughs> right? Is, I mean, okay. Like, obviously, life is way more complex than that. But don't you think, like, isn't that kind of the overriding, like, thing that propels us through life, like, in very many subconscious ways? Yes, but, like, I don't know. I feel like, so, I mean, that is, like, the biological meaning of life, but I don't know. I I think there's, like, because, you know, there's the biologist meaning of life, there's, like, the philosopher's meaning of life. There's, like, you know, different people have what they think the meaning of life is. And it really, like, for biology, it really is just, you know, reproducing. But if you're just trying to, like, live your life, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I don't know. I I don't think that we only exist for sex or whatever. I'm saying that in, like, those subconscious, like, our biological nature is going to be primarily driven by reproduction. Right. Yeah. And I'm guessing that that thing about, like, our thinking about other people's genders a lot is based on our biological desire to reproduce. Uh, I see, and maybe that's why it bothers me because I don't <laughs> like feeling like there's some kind of biology controlling what I'm thinking. 
I don't know. I guess I am just biology, so I should just kind of controlling myself. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. If someone asked me asked me what the meaning of life was, I wouldn't say it was that. What would you say? But, I don't know, like being happy and making sure you're not just living life for the weekends or something. Um, but I also would agree if someone did say that that was the, if someone truly believed that was the meaning of life, I would agree with them if they said that was the meaning of life. Like that, um, you know, reproducing was just the meaning of life. Because like that is true. So it's like they're all true. It's just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, why, I mean, for animals, I feel like that's a lot more the only, because it is, for animals, pretty much the only meaning of life. But humans have, like, you know, all kinds of self-awareness and stuff, which makes it more complicated for us. Yeah, I kind of, I feel like we should not get any further into this, because we're just going to embarrass ourselves. (laughs) Um, Human brain is complex. Yes. So when I was doing research for this, I spent a little bit of time scrolling through the pointlessly gendered thread on Reddit, and I would have liked to talk about some specific things on the podcast, but mostly they're just pictures. I didn't think that it would really translate well, but I would like to recommend that if you are ever bored and want to laugh at some pointlessly gendered products, go on Reddit. It is entertaining. Hmm. So I guess we can talk about that, which is, like, gendered products. I didn't find any things about, like, how well gendered marketing works. Because I wanted to figure out, you know, like... Okay, so people charge more for pink things, which we'll talk about. But, like, does it work? It must, right? Somehow? Do you... Okay, here's a question. Do you use, like, if you have a choice, sort of, you know, you're at the store and you have, like, a neutral product, and then a women's product. Do you have any desire to get the women's one over the gender-neutral one, even if it is completely meaningless? Hmm. Well, so... I mean, if it's, like... If it's a t-shirt or something, I don't care. But... I don't know. I mean, I know they, like, you know, I have a hiking backpack, which they say is for women or whatever, and Does I don't it know look enough. feminine? I mean... Or is it like, just, like, a size thing or whatever? I don't, I don't know. I think they claim that it, like, fits differently or something, and it's, like, more better for women. I don't know. And a lot of times it is the size, but I could probably just get like a four times extra small of a men's backpack. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about hiking backpacks, but that does sound like the kind of thing 
that they would just be totally making up so that they could charge more. Like, right. specially designed for women. Yeah. So that's why I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I feel, for me, it is a lot of things don't go sizes small enough in men's objects for me. But I don't know. If it has something to do with color, I don't think I would care because I do like blue a lot. Well, let's talk about that. Why not? Um, I did research about why we have that association with blue being masculine and pink being feminine. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you the history. This is specifically about the history of, like, kids' clothing. But then I know that branches out into, like, kids' toys. And then I'm sure that, like, this is probably where all this stuff started, where, like, if you were in the shampoo aisle... And there's some, like, women's shampoo. It's going to be pink. Or something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, back before the 20th century, in the Western world, uh, young boys and girls all wore white dresses. Mm -hmm. Because white was the easiest to bleach. They didn't have, uh, like, all of their colored clothing would bleed when they washed it because they didn't have good technology for that yet. And so bleach was the easiest, I mean, white was the easiest to clean. Uh And then dresses were, like, easy for diaper changing and probably other practical things. Yeah, that makes sense. And then in the late 1910s, guides, whatever that means, started recommending blue for girls and pink for boys. And the 1918 publication of Earnshaw's Infant Department magazine, I think that's a magazine, said, the generally accepted rule is pink for the boys and blue for the girls. The reason is that pink, being a more decided and stronger color, is more suitable for the boy. Well, blue, which is more delicate and dainty, is prettier for the girl. (laughs) So that's, you know, obviously dumb, but... Yeah. Anyway, so those rules did not have very much effect on how children were dressed. I don't fully understand this, but I guess they were like, this is how it is, but then the people who are actually dressing their children were like, and we're just not going to listen. And then... For some reason, unknown reasons, this got, like, reversed in the 1940s and manufacturers started targeting blue at boys and pink at girls. I don't know why. Huh. They're just like, it didn't work the other way. Let's switch it and see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> and so that that never caught on very much. Like, it was not at all like it how it is today. For a while. And then in the 60s and 70s, the women's liberation movement kind of stalled the color, like, binary thing. And then after that, there were advances in technology that made it possible to find out the sex of your baby before it was born. And people wanted to buy clothes and toys for their baby before it was born Based on its sex. 
And that is when the blue pink thing really took off. And then here we are today. Whoa. Well, that's interesting. I did not know that about the being able the reason part of the reason is being able to tell what gender your baby was before it was born or what. Yeah. Which it makes so much sense, really. Like if there were already those sort of conceptions for no good reason about blue being for boys and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, you found out your baby was a boy and you'd be excited, maybe. And then you'd be like, I want to buy boy things. I guess blue is what that, like, that's what it is, so. But uh, unsurprisingly, no studies show a gender preference between those two colors. And blue is vastly more popular like, as far as humanity, yeah. studies have shown that, and that pink is one of the world's least favorite colors. Wow. And like also, babies are drawn to bright primary colors, not pastels. Interesting. That is very interesting. Hmm. I mean, oh, I also, I didn't write this down because I forgot, I guess, but another thing I remember reading is that. Back in the day when they were, like, experimenting with who should be wearing blue and who should be wearing pink, uh, babies who had, like, blonde hair and blue eyes were supposed to wear blue because that looked the best on them. And then brunette babies would wear pink. I mean, see, that even makes more sense just because it's, like, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but, like, makes more sense than just picking by their, you know sex or whatever what color they should wear hmm. yeah interesting yeah i think i definitely know a lot more people whose favorite color is blue than pink yeah i don't know that i know anyone whose favorite color is pink i mean because people like red but we but, have that weird pink red thing right <laughs> you don't talk about that. Do you? I don't is know pink what... light red? It totally is. Yeah. I mean, and I think Russia has like a word for light and dark blue, you know? Hmm. But I don't know. That's weird. We need to make, that's why we need to come up with a word for light blue. I feel like it deserves it. It's a dumb word. If you could name it today. What would you call it? Okay, so I've had lots of discussions about this. And at first I was going to like do something by like comparing red and pink and like those two words and then making something that sounds kind of like pink out of blue. But then I was thinking, you know that thing that's like the the boba kiki thing where it's like the sound kind of makes you think of something? No. Well, it's like, it's like, um, so you give people, you tell people that there's like this spiky shape and there's this kind of like smooth squiggly shape and one of them is named Boba and one of them is named Kiki in an alien language and they have people guess and like a way higher percent of people think that the Kiki is the spiky shape and Boba is the round shape because they feel like, like those words represent that kind of shape. Yeah, more. that makes sense. 
and they've also they've tested it in languages where it's not like a bumpy b and you know like a k so it's not just the shape of the letters okay but so then i was thinking it would make more sense to find a word that like represents light blue and makes people think of light blue and that's going to be a lot harder so i'll tell you when i figure that out <laughs> okay i say we can call it reina for now <laughs> reina i mean but reina does sum up light blue to me I don't know, but it could be like, you know, now it does because I associate Reyna with light blue. So I don't know, yeah. but maybe. Hi, Reyna. We'll see if I cut that out or not. <laughs> you think I should? Well, I mean, she's been on the podcast. People know she exists. Yeah, if they're, if they're true fans. <laughs> but Reyna also sums up, you know, like rain. So that might be a good association. Rain water is not actually blue, but ah, I know, but it kind of looks blue sometimes. Kind of sometimes. <laughs> the sky is blue. Why is the sky blue? I never understood that. It's it's like what's in the atmosphere. No. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so wait, what were we talking about? Um, um, oh, gendered colors? Yeah. Yes. Very interesting. I think okay. pink also... Well, yeah. What? No, continue. No, I was just going to say a reason might be that pink's not a flattering color on most people to wear, which is what I was going to say. But, yeah. You think? I heard... <laughs> this is my source. Uh-oh. From many years ago... I was taking my grandmother to rehab, cardiac rehab, not drug rehab. Oh, um, oh good. Yeah. I heard one of the other old ladies in the locker room say that, according to science or something, pink was supposed to be the most universally flattering color. Huh. That is my only source. Um, <laughs> An old lady in a locker room? Yeah, from like five or six years ago. <laughs> well, maybe we should do we should do a poll on that. That can be another Does pink thing look for... good on you? Does yeah. light red look good on you? Yeah. Or like blue or light red. Or yes or no. Hmm. I don't know. Well, you can think of We can make polls that are more than yes or no. I know. So you could do like blue... Or, like, pink, which is more flattering kind of thing on you. Except all okay. of our followers, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see if we actually get any audience engagement this time. <laughs> okay, well, you want to talk about the pink tax? Now that we've talked about the origin of colors being gendered, we can talk about how that affects our society today. Mm-hmm. So you've probably heard of the pink tax, which is the phenomenon of manufacturers charging more for products that are marketed towards women. Right. And uh, I have some statistics okay. on how much more they actually cost. So research shows that women pay more than men 42% of the time and that it adds up to 
$1,300 in extra costs per year. Holy crap. Yeah. Yikes. And um, so I think how this research went about is that they, like, compared a bunch of products and averaged the costs and all that. So products that are marketed towards females, which usually just means they're, like, sparkly and pink. Right. Or whatever, you know, or they say four women on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's really all it takes. Um, they charge 7% more for toys and accessories, 4% more for children's clothing, 8% more for adult clothing, 13% more for personal care products, and 8% more for senior slash home healthcare products. Whoa. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Have you ever noticed, like, I feel like razors are the thing that stand out to me the most. Like, if you go to a Walgreens or something and you look at the shaving aisle, that Mm -hmm. stuff that is for women, even though it makes no difference, costs, like, $5 more. I, yeah. I have noticed that. I'm like... Very strange. Um, trying to think if I've noticed it with other things though. Apparently, shampoo is a big one. Yeah, but I feel sense. like the shampoo I buy, like the brands, they don't have gendered marketing. I also, I don't know. When I had long hair, like, I mean, do they make conditioner for like men? They so, must. Like, they they slap gender labels on everything. Gender, I mean, so then there's I don't was hair because I don't know haircuts are definitely something that cost a million dollars more for women. Hmm. I haven't thought about that. Yeah, they do. But the thing is with hair, I don't know. See, this is something I don't know. I just like getting my hair cut by a woman better for some reason. I don't know why that is. I cut my own hair. Well, I've tried to do that. So you have short hair now. Like, what could be technically considered, like, a male style. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think they're charging you more for that haircut because you are female? Even if it's, like, the same haircut that a man might get? Well, I think it's, like, that I'm going to like a female hair salon. You know, like a hair salon, not like a barbershop oh. or whatever. Oh, right. Hmm. Um, yeah, my and I mine I feel like cost like twenty something dollars and I feel like my dad's cost more like in the fifteens or something like that. Which is I mean hmm. it's only like I don't know. But I have heard that that is also a thing from other places or whatever. But I don't know, I guess I could try going to a barbershop or something. I don't know, I just, like, see, that's probably just something that's been, like, ingrained to, I don't know, but it just feels weirder to go to, you know, like, a barbershop full of men than, like, you know, a hair salon with, like, a bunch of other women. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it sometime. I haven't gotten a haircut I will give you haircuts when (laughs) I feel comfortable getting that close to you. Oh, okay. I'm and safe we'll, I mean, bit. we'll see if you even would let me. 
Would you pay me to cut your hair if I did a good job? I would let you pay to fix it if you messed it up. Okay. Well, maybe not then. (laughs) Well, we have this quiz that neither of us have taken yet uh, that is supposed to determine our... It's going to, like, give us a score on our masculinity versus femininity. It is definitely very much based on stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But also maybe not. That is something that I don't know exactly how to approach this subject, but things like, you know, women are more emotional, that kind of thing. Is that biological or is that just 100% made up? I think it is. I mean, like the the typically male and female hormones, you know, estrogen has more like mothering or whatever effects, you know? So that's probably a little bit, you know, part of that. Hmm. But I don't know, yeah. So we're going to take this quiz and I'm going to keep recording because I think we might have some comments while we're taking while we are taking it, but I will not be reading all of the questions out loud. I'll just edit something together. So here's us taking the quiz. We gotta I remember my friend's birthday is one. I want to know which one that is for. That must be a supposedly feminine thing. To remember them? Yeah, because it's like dudes dudes don't care about other dudes' birthdays. (laughs) But women want to, like, get each other fancy presents. Right? I don't know. I don't remember anyone's (laughs) birthday. But, like, do women have better memories? I... Oh, God. Now I feel like... I don't... I don't remember anything... Hearing anything specific. I feel like they might have different memories, you know? Ah, no, wait, hold on. Something come back. I feel like there was something about, like, I am described as grumpy. Like the dwarf. Men, you know, like, more abstract things and men remembering more physical things or seeing the world that way or something. (laughs) I don't remember exactly. But I feel like it was something more... I don't know. But, like, I looked up some stuff with, like, brains differences between men and women and there's like very small differences with the actual like construction or anything of their brains it's just like Hmm. which hormones are messing with their brain um do you know what it means to cheat on your taxes women remembering more like this question i seldom wear colorful clothing like that's so dumb because personally I really like clothing. I put a lot of thought into my clothing, but I do not like colorful clothing. So I feel like I'm going to say that does not describe me, but then they're going to be like, that is masculine. Ah. Which, I mean, I don't care what this quiz gives me because it's obviously stupid. But just what kind of science is this based on? Do you think I would get in trouble a lot if I was in school? Um, like, 
I'm not saying no. I'm pretty like I like I'm. Pe- would you, know, you pe- like? Would you talk back to the teachers and skip no. classes and stuff? I might skip classes, but like teachers and counselors always love me for some reason. So. Me too. Except they, I feel like maybe they just it's thought on me. I don't know if it's totally narcissistic to say, but I feel like I do really well with adults. Um, not really. I have okay. not really done much taxes. If I barely any, I wouldn't know how to speed on it either. I don't think I do well with kids or adults, so then I'm not really involved with the bad shenanigans the other kids are doing. So, Hmm. I don't get, like, dragged into anything bad. I only do bad stuff if I start it. Like, what kind of bad stuff? (laughs) Nothing. I don't do bad stuff. I might get a kick out of the sight and sound of warfare. Yeah, isn't that kind of scary? Yeah, I'm going to say I strongly disagree. I don't think I would get a kick out of it. Me too. It's too loud. Yeah. I like suspense, not war. Yeah. Hmm. I guess if they mean in movies, like not even in movies, but like I was thinking about in like actual real life or something, that would not be good. I mean, yeah, definitely. But movies are the only thing that I can really, like that's the only place I experience war is in movies and I don't particularly enjoy that Mm -hmm. mystical experiences I doubt reports of so-called mystical experiences this is the second quiz we've had that has used the word mystical (laughs) and I still don't really understand it like do they mean oh man I am able to fix electrical wiring problems that's interesting too. Uh, Are you? Okay. No, no, I'm not at all. <laughs> I have trouble resisting the temptation of doing forbidden things. <laughs> That's very strange. Supernatural stuff like aliens and ghosts. Hmm. Mystical. Mystical. Mystic- that makes me think more of like unicorns and rainbows. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it means something we don't know yet. If someone wants to enlighten us, you can do that. Okay, th- this question, I am often consulted by my friends about their problems. Like, I kind of feel like I am, but at the same time, I don't know what people aren't consulting me on. So I get kind of afraid answering that. Well, just answer it with your personal view of yourself, right? Absolutely. Right. Okay, so we just finished the quiz. We have not gotten our results yet. Uh, yep. But I think before we get our results, we should talk about what we think our results are going to be. Oh. So how stereotypically masculine versus feminine do you think you are? Um, I don't know. I mean, some of the things like getting scared at... I mean, crying at movies, I feel like would be a more thing people would think women would do, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I barely ever cry at movies. I've cried at, like, one movie or something. And I don't know. I feel like I do 
understand people's emotions that I feel like would also be a more feminine thing. So I don't really know which I would, I don't know. I feel like in a stereotypical way, like you give me more of a masculine vibe. Interesting. But I don't know. (laughs) The haircut doesn't help. Um, (laughs) I don't know. That's all stereotypical, but like I guess you have more of a sort of aggressive nature. And I don't... No, I'm not, okay, not like yeah. a, you pick fights with people. Like, seriously. But just like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, there were some questions about making stuff competitive. And I yeah. do like competitive stuff. I wouldn't yeah. make something competitive, but... Yeah, I understand. And like, you... You know, there are things... Well, I'll just talk about myself, which is, I think, at least before taking this quiz, I thought of myself as being more stereotypically feminine as Mm -hmm. far as the spectrum. That's just my guess. And then based on the questions they had on here, like, I do cry at movies pretty often, and... uh, I remember my friend's birthdays. Um, Uh I like aesthetics. So those are all, like, feminine things. And then I feel like the only things that are really masculine that I answered for is the competitive stuff. Because I am very competitive. Mm -hmm. I like competitive games. And I think I do the best work when I am, like, competing with something. Hmm. I am driven by competition. So this will be interesting to see after talking about this. Do you have anything else to add before we get our scores? I don't think so. Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay. Now we have to figure out what this means. (laughs) Oh, Um, shit. What the heck is this emoji thing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are emojis. Um, Okay, hold on. Okay, I think I... Okay, so let's break this down. First, we'll look at the gender diagnosticity thing, which is Uh how psychologically similar are we to men and women. Mm -hmm. And according to this, my score is 1.57... And according to the model of the people with my personality, 7.41% are male and 92.59% are female. Okay. Mine says my score is 0.57. Uh, 27.48% are male and 72.52% are female. So I okay. am more towards the female side of whatever that interesting you so you are more similar to women than men but less similar to women than i am okay i guess interesting now we're not going to go through all of these results because it is simply too much and i'm confused so i'll probably edit most of that out so i'm just going to do a little recap which is So according to our scores, it's confusing. I tend, I think I'm 
pretty feminine. Yeah. And you are... You're asking me what I am? Yes. This is so freaking confusing. I mean, the all-together score, the that thing at the bottom was... I don't know. Maybe I'm more masculine. I don't know. In between. A lot of the things seem like I'm more in between. Maybe a little more over the top. But <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I'm con- I'm so confused by this thing. Why did they use emojis? Just tell that to me and I might make sense. Yeah, well, I'm not really sure what that uh, quiz told us, but it didn't really surprise me. Yeah. I think the most important score there is the gender diagnosticity thing, which is the first one. Which is that people with my personality, uh, 7.41% are male and 92.59% are female. Hmm. Which I feel like is kind of what I thought makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. Do we have other stuff to move on to? I don't know. Um, yeah, don't you have stuff? Oh. This was something that had to do with the, um, okay, so this was according to, like, the Myers-Briggs test, apparently, which I don't know if they have you, I don't know where they got, does Myers-Briggs have you put your gender in? I don't remember. Well, it said that, um, according to this and something I was watching or reading, men are more interested in, in things, and women are more interested in people. Apparently, hmm. which would make like, sense with psychology versus mechanics, like yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. I yeah, which you know that and that's something that isn't really. I mean, I guess that's kind of stereotype, you know, like what we were just doing. That women are more likely to answer, you know, talk to birthday cards or whatever kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. Also, women would probably be the ones staying with the children and the old people, and the men would be, like, the ones having to hunt and figure stuff out. And that's, you know, like, really is just, like, partly um, biological, is that mm-hmm. that's what the men did in the tribes or whatever. So that makes sense. Yeah, um, I would say, as a woman, I am more interested in people than things. Not that we, but, like, I don't, you know, I wish that, I wish you could, like, put your brain into, like, someone else's brain to, like, know what feeling more interested oh. in things felt like. Yeah. It's you know, true really, that I, you can't gauge how other people feel about anything ever, really. hmm I don't know if we already talked about this at the beginning, but... The ways that, um, I was talking to my mom a little bit about this, um, how, like, whether you actually need to have an assigned sex for, like, medical reasons or whatever. Because, hmm. you know, when I was first thinking about it, I was like, before I, like, did research on it, I was like, well, yeah, it makes sense that you would, you know, a doctor would need to know what sex you were to be, you know, 
know if you should be having period cramps or whatever. But then there was like a lot of, you know, information about people who have, you know, different, you know, both sets of chromosomes, even though they, you know, looked and have like the female sex organs or whatever, Mm -hmm. even though they have like a Y chromosome. Um, Intersex people. Yeah, or having both sex organs and, like, not showing both of them or whatever. So then it's, like, you know, saying what sex you are isn't even that helpful to a doctor anymore. You know, if you could just tell them, like, what character... I don't know. I don't know, but you need to come up with, like, a new definite way of defining those type of things. But I don't know, because it makes it seem less important that there is a way to define sexes and stuff because you're kind of like making it complicated for other people or transgender people who you know if they've had surgery or hormones or whatever Mm -hmm. you know could be different I don't know but that is very complicated gender is a very complex topic and we only just touched the surface Mm -hmm. hopefully without getting controversial (laughs) yeah I was also trying to explain trying to explain the you know like because I see I don't even haven't even done that much research but I know a lot of the different terms for different genders you know like where you know like when people identify as like you know men or women or like non-binary or um gender fluid or whatever yeah and my because my I was trying to explain them to my mom, she's just like, That's so confusing. And I'm like, Wouldn't it be better if we just didn't like because, like, the only way to make that list confusing is to make there just be no gender be like the norm thing, yeah, which, I don't know, which would be very interesting and awesome. I think I don't know, maybe it wouldn't be, maybe it would be more confusing, yeah. I think it would be, it is an interesting thing to consider, like, is that possible that we could ever achieve a society in Mm -hmm. which gender sort of didn't exist because we have gender now and that must have come from somewhere right right because at some point in the past like you know before we evolved to being people who cared about gender we didn't so like Mm -hmm. there has to be reasons behind why we care about it don't you think otherwise it wouldn't be a thing at all. Yes. But also that we survived with I mean, it's possible to like survive with like you don't need it. I mean, you could just be like I don't know. I want to have children with that person and these people. I don't know. I I mean, I have I know that is something I have thought about and I have had Like, I've thought definitely about sexual orientation, that ideally we would have no labels at all, and they wouldn't be necessary, and it would just be like, I like that person. Mm -hmm. Um, And sort of my instinct about gender is like, yeah, that sounds great, like a society that doesn't care about gender. But Mm -hmm. I think that's so complex, what yeah. would be necessary 
to make that possible. And I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I feel like I could imagine it working, but also, I don't know. I wish we, maybe if we ever figure out how to do, like, a computer simulation of something, that would be what we should first do. Hmm. To know if it works before we, like, you know, but, like, I feel like something that's just different. I don't know. Yeah. You know where I bet that came from, like, most of our gender ideas is just based on men wanting to control women, probably, right? That's possible. I mean, because we have things like that that we have, and they kind of aren't for any reason, or not any reasons that we want to keep around. You know? So. Or, there's something, I, I feel like my cousin and me were talking about this, that everyone, instead of having, like, you know, gender reveal parties, <laughs> just have everyone born, um, like, with no gender. Like, kind of how, like, the babies were just dressed in white when they were little. Mm-hmm. And then if they wanted to pick a gender when they were older, they could, if they wanted to. Well, I but- have heard of, like, gender-neutral parenting is a thing where parents basically raise their kids as non-binary. And I honestly think that that may be a little extreme in this society. Yeah. In our society as it is right now, I don't see that working Mm -hmm. very well. Well, I mean, because it doesn't make, you know, because you would be confused. Like, if you go to preschool and you're like, you know, yeah, it would just need to be like the entire society would need to kind of shift. But that would be right. hard. And yeah, that, that will take a long time if that ever happens. Mm-hmm. And then there's a thing about language, too, where it's like we <laughs> gendered language. It's just so ingrained in our language. Like we would need to start exclusively using gender neutral pronouns like for everything. And that would be much easier in English than in a lot of languages. Like, the fact that a lot of languages, like, objects have genders, kind of. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how you would begin to undo that. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't even understand how those languages work. Like, is it... Like, do you... Do they need... Like, what is, what is the point of them being gender? Does it make a difference on how you use them? I don't think so. I mean, it's not that the objects are, like, gendered. It's that you basically use different pronouns for them, sort of. Oh, I don't even God. think pronouns are exactly the right word. But That's it's like, there so is a weird. feminine the and a masculine the. Huh. Why that happened, I don't know. It seems pointless to me. That is so strange. Okay. Hmm. Well, I mean, but English isn't like that, right? I don't even know. No. English, well, we use the same the, like, objects are gender neutral, but then we do use gendered pronouns. I think there are languages that 
refer to everyone as like what would be the equivalent of they them but we say he she mr mrs all that gendered pronouns is stuff but english is also very dumb so like i don't want to pretend that english is superior right I like to find that superior language that doesn't use any of those and learn it. I'm sure there's yeah. yeah. So someday we will move to Mars and we will have no gender and a highly superior language. I am totally down for that. Who's coming? <laughs> that can be the next poll on Insta- on the Instagram thing. Who's We're coming? moving to Mars. <laughs> I think it's now. Um... So what else would we want on that planet? Oh, goodness. Um, solar panels. Or maybe not. Maybe we should use something else. I don't know. Well, what do you think about... What kind of economy do you like? Do you like cat- capitalism? I... <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm where I'm going. Too afraid. I feel like that is too big a topic, and I'm not educated enough oh. to... Uh, really. Okay, sorry. Well, I mean, we were talking about the languages and the genders and stuff. I was like, I don't know. I would say maybe, like, you can be the president and I'll be the vice president. I feel like you'd be a little better at, like, ruling stuff. That's so (laughs) nice. (laughs) You did get a higher, like, dominant score or whatever. Dictatorship score. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not for a president, but. I mean, you don't want a president that's just going to be, like, soft and not doing anything. You need need a little bit of getting to work and whatever. I don't know. I don't know what you need in a president. That's also a controversial (laughs) subject. Yeah, that is true. Depends what the president wants. I don't know. Hopefully we'll have a good... Okay, I'm not going to talk about presidents. We don't need to make this political. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with making things political. Because everything is inherently political in the world right now. But not in our ideal Mars society. No, definitely not. I don't know. I don't even know what I mean by that. No, I... You know, there is stuff like that. Like, I I listened to something about how science has been become like a thing that Republicans can't believe anymore. Like, yeah. And which is terrible because science should not be like political at all. Science, basic human rights, they should not be politicized. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's even like organizations that Republicans have started, which are like Republicans for science or whatever, and trying to like get people to understand but they're also, because it, it, that's just very interesting. Maybe I should look up things that Democrats don't like and should be more educated on. Because I'm sure there's things like that that I just don't know about. Look that up. Because, you know, all of the things I watch and listen to are very much, you know, like what my family watches and listens to. And, you know, just like what I have been shown and grown up with kind of stuff. Which is liberal ideology yeah and you know it's like i like it so far but you know there could be stuff that i don't know that's not good 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like this whole podcast, this episode and all the other ones is really just us being like, here's what we think, but we don't know anything. So don't pretend you didn't hear it. <laughs> yes, but it's interesting. Because, I mean, that's like pretty much what half of the YouTubers on YouTube are, are just people saying what they think. Because people get famous doing that. We can be famous. Yeah. I mean, because, like, I mean, I kind of enjoy listening to people just, like, you know, talk about what they believe and stuff. Because it's, like, interesting to see other people's points of views on stuff. That's true. That's and true. As long as they, you know, talk in an interesting format or whatever. You know, some people are boring no matter what they say. And some Hopefully people... that's not us. Yeah, hopefully. Because <laughs> it would be pretty embarrassing to start a podcast and uh turns out we're really boring to listen to yeah but i I mean i'm sure it's you know you have a preference and what you know boring probably isn't the same for everyone i think that's also true wow so insightful (laughs) but (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know could be boring it could just be boring to everyone only 15 people think we're not boring (laughs) That is our next poll. Are we boring? <laughs> We've come up with lots of good um, social media content in this episode. Right. Is red, I mean, is pink light red? That shouldn't even be a question. <laughs> <laughs> what else did we come up with? Um, are you coming to Mars with us? And is blue and, or blue or red more flattering? Something like that. Oh, right. And, uh, what was the one you just said? (laughs) Oh, are we boring? (laughs) Yeah, are we boring? I bet there's, um, yeah, that's, I don't know. Trying to think, I'm trying, now I'm trying to think of things that I've thought were boring. I think a lot of time I think the news is boring. Um, the news is, like, both so boring and so not boring. Yeah, I agree. Some parts of the news have about are boring. It depends what they're talking about. If it's, like, new kind of updates, that can be interesting. But if it's, like... You're saying you're not interested in the stock market? Yeah. Whatever? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah that, that. On Mars, we will not have a stock market. <laughs> I don't... Is there anything useful? I don't even, I barely even know what the stock market is. <laughs> All I know that it does is that it crashes every once in a while. The world falls apart. <laughs> I mean, but it must do something if it exists, right? Maybe Yeah, not. probably. We, we don't know what tax cheating is. Or whatever that thing was. We're not full-fledged adults yet. No, I've never had to do taxes. I've never invested in the stock market. Um, someday. So, is the stock market like a capitalist thing? I should stop talking about I that. I was just thinking, I don't, I, it sounds like a capitalist thing. Yeah. But see, communism would be good if we did it right. I'm just saying. We'll see. People are going to be like, okay, not coming to Mars anymore, you crazy dictators. 
I actually would be interested in getting other people's opinions on whether or not they think an ideal society would involve gender or not. That's a good idea. But it, well, like we were saying, I don't think it's possible to know that. No, like I don't think it's possible to know the implications of having no gender without actually experiencing. Right. So, you know, we could, you know, I bet you could look up maybe some tribe somewhere in the middle of nowhere on some island or something like that as a culture with no gender. You know, sometimes like isolated places like that have come up with their own way of doing things and you can look at it. It's true. Like Mars. Yeah. How big is Mars anyway compared to the Earth? It's smaller than the Earth. Um, you know, the one thing that would make, always made me sad about going to Mars, I'm pretty sure if you go to Mars, you would be, like, the gravitational pull isn't as strong, so you would be, like, lighter. Mm. So then when you go back to Earth, you'd be, like, sad and weak, which I wouldn't want to. Oh, well, who says we're going back to Earth? <laughs> I mean, maybe not. But also, when you were on Mars, straight from Earth, you'd be, like, be able to, like, I don't know. I don't really know what you'd be able to do. Um, but I think it's definitely big enough for a decent amount of people. But it doesn't have a magnetic field, I'm pretty sure. So once we figure out how to generate our own magnetic fields, then we can move there. Which might be a while. Okay. And for the record, I don't actually like the idea of moving to Mars. It's too, like, red and dry there. It, okay, wait, hold. If we move to Mars, we would, um... We would have to make a magnetic field and we'd have to like terraform it and make it like an Earth-like planet. And it would have like Would that even work though? Like would the Earth-likeness survive? In the soil, you mean? Kind of stuff? I guess. I mean, I think we could I don't know. I mean, I think you could do it. And, like, I would only recommend this if the Earth was, like, overpopulated with people because, you know, definitely not. Because, you know, global warming, this would be, like, technology that we could probably use to fix global warming. Or that we maybe invented for global warming to Hmm. use to terraform another planet and make the oxygen or whatever come back. Because Mars used to have, like, water and stuff that was liquid, I think what people say I don't know. <laughs> but it would be very interesting okay well i think we've talked for long enough okay thank you for listening yeah. follow us on instagram at questionable pod so you can answer all of our polls about mars and pink and whatnot um tell a friend to listen to this episode or a different episode Tell your friend to listen to your favorite episode. There you go. And leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen that that's possible. Any last words, Lydia? Uh, I don't think so. Thanks for listening to us ramble about stuff for way too long. Yes. Thank you. We appreciate your support. Yeah. Okay. 
see you in two weeks with more questionable content. Cool. Bye. Bye.